Samurai right back here. Mm-hmm. Chris Aiken. Wow. Pretty good stuff there. That was Enemy Eyes with uh, with uh, History's Hand, I believe, was the tune. And here to uh, here to grace us with his presence. I haven't talked to this guy since <laughs> Jesus Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, man. <laughs> it is. Uh, he is the lead vocalist of Hardline, Crush 40, Axel Rudy Pell, Enemy Eyes, every other band known to man. He is Johnny G O L E. Johnny, how are you, man? I'm great, guys. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Doing awesome. That was fantastic, man. That video, the thank song. Loved it. Dude, thank you. Bro, I'm a big fan of you. You are a monster player. Oh, whatever. <laughs> serious. No, all right. Can serious, we stop man. fondling jewels now and get to business? All right, here? all right, sorry. <laughs> Listen, I just realized, I just realized I made it, man. Like I made it because shortly before you had me on, like 30 seconds, I'm following a cat commercial. That's right. (laughs) And I'm like, that's when you realize, fuck, I did it, man. I did it. (laughs) It's cat. So I'm like right after the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And here I am. So I'm welcome, guys. What's going on? Thanks, man. Well, dude, it, it is definitely great to have you on, man. And it is uh thank you, bro. It, it's we will talk some enemy eyes here in, in a little bit. We'll get there, but it's sure, sure. A, as I told you, and as uh Eric and I were talking, um it's a different animal out there today. And you know, I will I'll start with the Metallica tour because that's what really has kind of and maybe even Taylor Swift, obviously different kind of music, but those two tours have really sparked a lot of anger toward musicians because of the crazy, crazy costs of tickets. And I, I'm, I'm not going to try to defend either. I'm certainly not going to defend Metallica with four to $7,000 ticket packages. I think it's personally, I think that's robbery, you know, but that, but that being said, I think people don't understand just what is truly going on out there right now. And I think that people need to understand that the reason that they're paying $150 a ticket, $100 a ticket, $60 a ticket for for a band in a casino or $80 a ticket for a casino show has a lot more to do than just the band being greedy. In fact, it really probably has nothing to do with the bands being greedy. It it has everything to do with y'all got to eat, you know, and and. I'll start with Eric, but then I'll, I'll bring you into this, Johnny, too. I want to get from the American touring side first. Eric, sure. what are you seeing with, with Piercy, with Stephen Piercy, as far as the costs? Are they up? Are they? I'll throw an example. I know we have shows with Vince Neil that are going to be happening mm-hmm. uh, starting in January. And the, the Flyers I'm seeing have tickets starting at 45 dollars which is really affordable actually that's bought i I don't know that's general admission i don't know what the deal is with these different shows one of them's a casino uh spotlight casino uh and i'm sure they go up from there they have like fan packages and meet and greets and and those prices are generally set between the artist and the venue and people have a chance to know in advance they can purchase something where they get to meet Pete Evick will weigh in on this too. I know Brett Michaels totally does that kind of stuff for years. Sure. Been really good about it. Sure, sure. But but what? Okay, and and that's fair that the pricing is fair. But for you as the musician, 
What does your pricing stress look like these days? Are the hotels more expensive? Is the plane are the plane flights more expensive? The airfares are were killing us all okay. through twenty one and uh, this past year, um, and that's that's really the bulk of the cost. You know that that could be upwards of you know five grand to take the band, okay, uh, out on the road. Yeah, but that's five out grand a, a week. That's if, if you're playing every weekend, that's five grand a week. Right. Just so, to play one show, if it's if that's the case. I mean, we've been trying to like add a show onto it, you know. Right. But you know, Steven's gotta agree to whatever uh that amount is, which I'm not really privy to that sort of thing. I'm still sure. kind of like a hired guitarist as far as the live band goes. Sure. But I mean, if you just spell that out for people, and this is the kind of stuff that I want to kind of showcase, and and I know we'll get into it with Johnny here in a second. Even at that cost, let's say that you do 25 shows or 26 shows, that's 130 grand. Right. That's just to get to the venues. That's that's before you've gotten hotel one. It's before any of you have had one of the six meals that you're going to have over the weekend or or four meals because you can't afford six anymore. <laughs> right. You know, I, I mean, it, it's, you start adding it all up. Now, now you're talking about a lot of money. It's not a little cost. Yeah. No. Johnny, not a little cost. Right. Well, Johnny, for <laughs> so, you, so tell us about Europe because you told me, and I almost fell on the floor when you told me these costs. So we've had some situations where I literally had to sub out a musician because the cost to fly one person mm. to Norway was over 5,000 bucks yeah. on one flight wow. at the peak of this thing. So what's happened is it's just so unbelievably crazy is that in the past we would negotiate our contracts to play live with promoters based on the number of people, what we felt we could be, you know, what, what we could be as far as the, the value to the revenue, like, Oh, look, I know I'm good for 6,000 tickets. I can sell this one out 2000. And then you kind of, you try to find that balance, right. In fee. Right. Now we're negotiating with, let me get back to you. I literally had this for a very big, sweden festival that everyone's aware of of i'm like let me get back to you on that fee because i have to run numbers on travel yeah it's not my bandmates it's not my profit margin or it's not even a break even at that point it's like how much am i going to lose right. to make people happy it's really you know pardon my french fucked up uh that i have to literally uh, do a whole entire spreadsheet on travel from hotels to uh, here's another example. I live in Connecticut and mm -hmm. I like to fly out of JFK. I like to fly out of New York. I used to be able to take a limo or a car service, you know, for a couple of hundred bucks round trip. Right now it's no less than 400 bucks oh. each way. So wow. I'm nearly a grand <laughs> round trip just to get to the airport just to get to the airport wow. just to get to the airport so that's the reality so now what we're doing we're running spreadsheets on travel okay this is this uber is going to cost this it's absolute insanity so something has to give so what we try to do 
is try to find that fair balance. And so I will create shows where I know the ticket prices are fair for the people mm-hmm. yet can support the the massive expense that we're going through uh, right now. Tour buses, I'll give you an idea. Europe. Okay. First of all, they're a commodity right now. To get a tour bus is nearly impossible. Right. We did uh, three weeks with Axel Rudy Pell. And I'm going to tell you, just so you know, and it's not so super confidential, um, we paid over fifty thousand dollars for that tour bus in three Holy weeks shit. i thought Rudy okay. was going to be on the show today <laughs> oh no he's sleeping <laughs> he some text and i'm making an announcement no, he, he couldn't afford the electricity there. <laughs> after the tour he had to shut his electricity off because it cost him so much <laughs> he, his computer doesn't work right nice. so that's that's the reality so you go like okay look we gotta we gotta the people want to see a show. We got to make it fair. I think right. these prices, like three thousand, four thousand, that's insanity. That's completely gouging. It's unfair, uh, and I think it's wrong. But look, at the same time, if someone's willing to pay that amount of money to see a show, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, see, I don't agree with that at all. I mean. Even t- I mean, it's gouging. It's gouging I, I, for I mean, sure. But I mean, it, it, it's it but drives- no one's putting a gun to their head. No one's not. putting a gun and saying, you know, you know, hey, they're, buy this ticket. It's four thousand bucks. It's they're not. James Hetfield is. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's not. not. <laughs> he's not. But it sure feels like it. I mean, here, here's the problem that I have with it, especially with with Metallica, and and again, it's just Metallica. They used to sleep on people's floors when they came through town. When they came through whatever town they came through, they knew somebody in Cleveland and Chicago and Cincinnati and Columbus and Wichita and, you know, wherever. And they, and I'm not saying that they don't take care of those that took care of them back then. What I'm saying is they started off as a sort of a grassroots underground for the fans band. And there's no way you can tell me that $6,000 for the premium snake pit pass is for the average fan. It's just not. It's for, it's for somebody that's a casual fan that works at a brokerage house. Yeah, you're right. And you know, the thing is that, yeah, you know, starting out's one thing and now they have what they'll perceive as their evaluation of right. what they're really worth. And then they balance out the, $40 tickets against the 4,000. They come up with this balance and say, okay, good. I'm Gary. I'm going to get my 2 million guarantee for the night. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not agreeing uh, that it's, that it's fair. The The point is that our costs, I, mm-hmm. I uh, you know, I can't speak for any other band, but my, but myself and my bands, the costs are insane to travel. Sure. Right. Um, and it is, really impacting uh you know how how we tour uh, and let me just tell you i had i have no problems going out look i'm in the business to to make people happy now i've had a, an unbelievable career as you know 100 albums i just finished 101 i've got millions of albums sold i don't always play with uh with profit in mind Right. I'd like to I'd like to break even, 
this would be nice. Sure. And let me tell you, it hasn't been that way. Wow. I've had to come out of pocket to make people happy. And I'm willing to do that as sort of my give back. But I can only sustain that so long. And so many bands that are not in my position cannot do that. And I see bands canceling, canceling left and right. It's not because they don't want to play. It's not because they're afraid of COVID. It's none of that bullshit. They can't afford it. Right. Can't afford it's- to play. There isn't enough money. It doesn't make uh, you know, it doesn't mean vehicles too. Like you're saying, uh, I know with us, uh, there's no vans. I can't, this whole past 2022, just here in the U S you cannot get an econo line van anywhere. Like we end up having to rent two SUVs at each airport. So on top of the, you know, five grand for plane tickets. So we got to drop another, you know, probably grand or more, you know, in a rental of two vehicles for three days. Yeah, which is- I forgot about the I forgot about those rentals because we, we were looking at one from Italy to, to Switzerland, which is just a three hour drive, and it was like fourteen hundred bucks. I'm like, what? Yeah, that is what? Is there is yeah, there a number? Cool. I'm gonna I'll throw this out to both of you guys, and and Eric, you sure. may not have an answer to this because I don't know that you do this part of the business, but Johnny, I know you do. Is there a number where you would look at it and you would say, no? that's going to cost the fans too much. Is there like a hundred fans and on, on, yeah, on the fans end? Is there right. like, like, let's say that promoter X says, well, we'll pay you. We have no say $20,000. So I, I'm just throwing a number out there, but Piercy it's going to cost, but it's going to cost $150 a ticket. Right. For the venue. Well, Is there a time that you would say no? We're going to show up if he pays us the money that that was agreed upon. And if he thinks that people are going to pay that, if they don't show up, I mean, that's what I would blame it on. I'd be like, well, look, you're charging $150 a ticket. You know? right. I don't know. It's yeah, whatever they feel saying. they could get. Yeah. So, so for me, uh, my short answer is uh, because I do control the contractual part of the shows. I demand to see what the ticket price is going to be in advance and at the door. And then I take my formula is I look at the max capacity. I understand. So like for, let's take hardline, for example, I know hardline and we just did it. We'll sell out 1400 seats in Portugal. It's a big audience. It's a big venue. We probably could sell out 2,500 there, maybe 3000. So I, I, I look at that. I look at everything as a balance against, you know, fairness for the promoter he needs to make some money. The band needs to make some money. And the most important person, the fan needs to pay a price that is reasonable, not gouging because that is their evening of escape. It's not an evening to go, shit, I paid $150 for this. And Johnny's voice was hoarse. Right. And he sounded like <laughs> shit. Uh, okay. God, I hope that never happens. But, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's to me, it's all a balance. You look at the venue size, you look at the ticket price, you look at honestly what you feel this is the way I do it, what you feel you can draw and create your price around that coupled with your expenses, which are not working out these days. Right. I, I'm only do. I will tell you, I went from how many shows grow this year? A lot. Yeah. You played a ton, this, man. This, I played a ton. I'm going to tell you 2023, not a ton. Okay. If I have, I think I have, okay, well, Axel Rudy Pell, I probably have 
16, 17 shows scheduled already for springtime and some Johnny solo shows and hardline shows. I think I can, it's under two, two hands, Wow, a less than 10 shows. And I'm not booking anymore. Okay. Because it's just yeah. brutal. Yeah. brutal. So you're, you're saying I don't have to stay up till 4 a.m. to text you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can, but I'll probably be on my boat. I'm going to do a lot. I'm going to do a more fishing than rocking this 2020. Where do you live, Johnny? Or you live overseas or what? No, no. no I live. I live in Connecticut. I live. Okay. I live in Connecticut, bro. Yeah. Okay. I'm here now, 14 years from from LA. You know, I was California for 27 years, and then came out here. Been out here for 14 years. Back to my New York roots and my New York Mets. Uh-huh. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I have to imagine with you living over here, Johnny, that that causes even yeah. more expense, though, because a lot Absolutely. of the guys, I mean, I think everybody that you work with pretty much, or at least the main characters that I know you work with, Axel Rudy Bell, <laughs> Alessandro, yeah. Frontiers, well, you're, they're all yeah. out of here to where, to where you, anytime you are asked or tasked to do anything, it, it involves a plane flight. And yeah, we have time. one, we have. Yes, it does. We have one USer. That's Anna Portalupe, <laughs> and she moved from Italy to uh, Florida, and she's killing me because <laughs> it's another it's another international flight, so it all has to be factored. But you know, she's right. a band member, and I'm not going to change out a band member just because uh, you know she's ge- geographically challenging me. Yeah, so, but, but some um, bands would though. Hard. Let's be honest though, some bands absolutely would change out a band member because of geographic location in this market today. We're seeing it. Oh, I I'm telling you. And I told you the story. I had to do it once for uh, Anna. Just this Norway was the pinnacle of the post COVID rise in, in all this, this gas and, and flights and rentals and this and that and the other. And it was literally (sighs) 5,000 bucks economy folks we're not talking front of the bus to get her with the chickens under the plane and (laughs) (laughs) no fred flintstone it's just really it's absurd so now evidently gas is coming down and let's see if things level out a little bit the prices have mellowed a little bit but they're so variable so here's this thought too think about this Mm -hmm. so a lot of these shows that we do are booked Okay, let's take festival shows a year in advance. Mm-hmm. How the hell can the average musician and band predict economically what's going to happen oh, yeah. a year from now and we, make some educated decisions? Yeah. You can't, can't do it. We had that with a cruise. They offered Stephen a cruise for like 2024. <laughs> it's like, uh, we, not, we might not be alive in 2024. <laughs> you know, really. Yeah. Oh, I hope you'll be well, alive. They're they're I doing it with saying, fans right. too, though. I I mean, they're doing yeah. it with fans. I I bought Metallica tickets um last week. I you know I I bought a, a set of Metallica. I can't believe you. I can't believe you spent four thousand dollars. I did not. I did not. <laughs> I'm surprised you had to pay anything. That's don't you the know thing. Those guys? I do know them. I could have made the call, but I, I don't like to make. I like to hold that call. For when I really need that call, like when they're, when they're sold out playing with Led Zeppelin or something, then I'll make the call. I'm not going to make the call for some random show. Can I make a quick uh, story? I'll try Go to make ahead. it quick. But when I was ahead, a teenager, yeah. Metallica was in the, at their 
pinnacle of their sure. uh, success. I remember I was I was at a train station, and this crazy kid that was there was trying to tell me he was Lars Ulrich's cousin or something <laughs> like that. He was like, "I'm Lars Ulrich's cousin," and uh, he wants his phone number. He like yeah. he asked me if I, if I want his phone number. I go, uh, "Yeah, I want his phone number. Give me his phone number." And then he gives me this number, and it's like. 30 digits long you know and i'm i'm, I'm going well and i kind of went with it because i thought well maybe he's living in england or you know what? <laughs> i was like 17 i don't know <laughs> but awesome. i think i did actually try to like call it didn't work of or course you did crazy yeah, and it went, doo -doo -doo -doo. Crazy. sorry <laughs> nine seven six number right exactly oh. <laughs> That's but, but, but no going back to the metallica tickets I bought tickets last week that was in November for a show, November 10th of 2023. And you know, it, it's a year it's, it's right. 50 weeks. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, Oh, I know where I'll be in 50 weeks. You know, if I'm not, if I'm, if the world right. is still spinning, I'll, I'll go to right. Detroit, but it's but, so now, so, so now you can understand, man, yeah. how do we make economic decisions? We have no idea. And the margins are already so tight and it's already so hard mm -hmm. to make money as a musician out on the road. Right. Um, and, you know, one thing I've been trying to do just to, you know, I, I, I like to call it the good guy in me. These shows, I also try to balance. I think bands should do this. Balance the merchandise cost. I think it's absurd that you, you spend all this money to go to a show and then you're gouged for a t-shirt for 30, 40 bucks. Right. Those people who have paid to see you should have a discount because mm -hmm. they're there. So I've been selling shirts, literally 10 bucks, 15 bucks to make it, make the people know, Hey, listen, you're special because you're here yeah. and I'm going to reward you with a, a deep discount because you're here. Right. You know, yeah. and I think we need to do, I need, I think we need to do a little bit more of that too. And just try to find those balances, man. Yeah. You, you know, and I'm not seeing this as a habit, but I'll let you both ch chime in on this. Do you think we're at a point now where some old school ideas may need to come back just to feed the fans better, like a fan club, you know, like, like you pay X amount of dollars a year, whatever it is. And you get bonuses from the bands that you really, really like so that you don't have to get gouged so that, well, you're in the fan club. So you get 20% off tickets or you get right a free EP or something once a year or a free song or a cover, you know, just something. You they know, gave out a lot of free songs, Metallica. Like at some point, they do. I signed up for something in my email, and I actually wanted it to stop. After a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was like stop sending me free shit in their lives. Like all of a sudden, was getting like emailed to me, and it was really bizarre. It was awesome though. Like as a fan, it was pretty cool, yeah. you know. But and, and again, Metallica is a bad one to point at because they really do. <laughs> Yeah. do things well i mean that this this tour aside i and, and again we can this is a conversation for another time but i paid 125 dollars with fees that was my total out cost that's for metallica fair. tickets for two nights not one but two. Oh, that's a good deal so so to me deal. to me on that tour and it is this big tour that also has the six and seven thousand dollar tickets now i didn't buy a package i'm not going to be Are you bringing tissues are you bringing <laughs> tissues? For the I'll be using the lead you're gonna get. 
No, they're actually good. They're actually. All right, all right. I'll tell you. I mean, I've been telling everybody this because people are are misconstruing the Metallica ticket prices for the package prices. The packages Uh, are all bonuses. The packages are all, you know, get the seats that in the snake pit that's in the middle of the stage and get to meet the band and get the free merch and all this other crap that comes with it that are expensive. The regular. The reg- hold on one sec. The regular tickets are cheap. I I think are absolutely cheap. I'm in section. There's section 100, 300, 500 at Ford Field. I'm in section 300. So, yeah. you know, middle bowl, Decent. middle bowl, Decent. two nights. I get to see Metallica, Pantera, Five Finger Death Punch, Ice Nine Kills, and Wolfgang Van Halen for 125. dollars that's, that's fair. That's cheap. That's fair. That's cheap. Yeah. That's Go more ahead, than there. fair. Oh, oh I was just gonna say, master of tickets are pulling your string. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> ticket master is pulling my string. <laughs> yeah, pulling something else too. Yeah, no shit. shit. God <laughs> well, Almighty. Well, Johnny, in addition to um to you know this crazy costs, you of course decide. Well, fuck it. Let me launch a brand new band in the middle of all this craziness. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, so for people that have not seen your interview that I did earlier, like two months ago or whatever, um, tell us a little bit about enemy eyes and, um, you know, how that's going and how we can help, uh, get it going even more. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. So enemy eyes is my, there it is right there. History's hand. That's the brand new album. This is a, uh, sort of the, the missing piece I feel, uh, was in my career that I wanted to fulfill. You know, I had a, a theater background uh, prior to playing professionally at like a, literally 11 years old. And I just feel completely fulfilled now because this goes back to my roots of more of a, a metal, uh, you know, Euro metal kind of thing where I can be theatrical and really do anything I want to do and, and feel completely comfortable. It just and so this album was, uh, and anyone who knows of this album or who has, uh, you know, heard it, I went literally from writing it. I got like the papers here, uh, the, the shits here. It's, <laughs> it, it's all, it's all here. I went from the paper directly to the microphone. Wow. So what you hear is literally me writing it, recording it and not looking back. That's it. So it's very a spontaneously made album. It's heavy. It's experimental. It's I love it, man. I, I mean, I never listen to my albums, but I've had this one in my ears when I'm doing my runs and stuff. And I, I just love it. It's just something new, exciting. I haven't been this excited about a record. Honestly, I, I love everything I do. Don't get me wrong. But since Double Eclipse in 92, I haven't been this excited about an album because it really is what I consider the final piece of the puzzle for me. And then I can slowly drift away uh, off into the sunset. uh, Once this thing is fulfilled. His swan song. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It sounds amazing. The production. I I was really impressed with with what Chris just played me. And it's pretty badass. Is the guitarist playing a seven string? Is that what he was? We cannot reveal our secrets, but uh, yeah, that's seven string. <laughs> it looks like a badass futuristic guitar. Yeah. That's that's Marcos Rodriguez, and uh, he was the Rage guitar player uh, okay. for a while. And Alasi, uh, uh, um, 
uh, Fabio Alessandrini on drums, young, amazing drummer. That's not a drum machine. That's that boy's wow. feet. Wow. And uh, Alessandro Del Vecchio, it's like a damn pasta menu at a, an Italian <laughs> restaurant, this band. He's, uh, he's pl- actually playing bass, and he's known for his keyboard work uh, and, all, and all his productions and keyboard player for Hardline. But he's actually playing bass, he's actually a better bass player, in my opinion, than keyboard player uh, and myself. And we're planning for 2024, not even okay. 2023. I couldn't even believe him. Thinking Are you selling farm. tickets yet? <laughs> Not, <laughs> yes, they're forty eight hundred dollars. Nice. But you'll get to meet you'll get to meet somebody, probably a crew guy. But uh, no, uh, yeah. So we're planning this full visual experience, and it costs a lot of money and a lot of time. But we want this thing to be just really an event, man. Not just four guys that are sweating and jamming and like, thank you, good night, and we leave. Just we want you to leave going, holy shit, that was a theater show, a theatrical show. That's what we're putting together. So it's really special for me. And uh, I love this band. I love all my bands, but I love this band. Sure. And tell us about, about the video yeah, that, that you that you had there. That looked pretty amazing. Like the cutaways, oh, all the shots. Yeah. So the song's History's Hand, and that was filmed in Rome. And uh, those flying tickets were also very damn expensive. <laughs> and uh, so, so we end up in Rome. Interesting uh, videographer who's actually a, a singer, an amazing singer, um, has a band called Sick and Beautiful. Okay. And it's Greta. Greta is amazing. If you're yeah. into some wild visuals, you could check out Sick and Beautiful and Greta. So Greta filmed this thing. And um, History's Hand, the, the song is very simple message of every second that goes by creates our history right and, and and every second that we're responsible for so this little kid is scavenge hunting through this mad max this kind of mad max kind that. of world yeah exactly but what he sees is blowing his mind he's never seen stuff like that and it's just you have to watch the whole video and he's picking up little pieces of history and he's looking through this thing like just like fear of holy yeah. shit is that really did that really happen it's just a cool thing so the hook is you know feel the hit of history's hand you know because sometimes we need a good fucking slap to wake us up right and so pardon my french and uh and so that's really that's 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 the core of the the message of the song and you have to check out the video it's cool history's hand on youtube you'll see it Check well, it out, I'd like people. to say, and I'd like to say, I'm offended by your language personally. I'm, I'm so sorry. That's that's a little much. What's the matter with you? Sorry, man. Hey, it's a little sorry. much for me. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna give you mother history's is, hand. <laughs> my Italian mother's gonna wash out history's my, my mouth with soap. <laughs> yeah, history's nice. backhand and uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, Johnny, I figured we would wrap this one up with uh with a piece of the other uh, video. You have the lyric video for what you say, which is I. I love this song it's it's definitely one of my favorites on their on their record the release whatever we call these things these days so why yeah. don't you tell us about this one to uh wrap it up yeah what you say man i'm sure we've all encountered uh situations where people come in and out of our lives right and then when they do so sporadically they always seem to have a damn opinion like they're going to teach you something even though they haven't been around in your life you know that that often so this is a song that kind of sums up, um, you know, that I really don't give a damn. What you say to me doesn't matter because you haven't been there for me. Right. On. So and a lot of people can relate to that, unfortunately.
Yeah, too many, unfortunately. Too many. Too All many. right, Johnny. Well, we'll play a little bit of this here in a second. Make sure you follow Johnny on all the socials. His uh, main home page is Google. That's Google.com. And just look for Johnny G-O-L-E and you can find him. Yeah, just don't everywhere. follow. Just 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 don't follow me home, please. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, he's he's on all the socials. You can look him up for any of his bands, Hardline, Crush 40, uh, Axel Rudy Pell, Enemy Eyes, Johnny G-O-L-E oh, Solo. G-O-L-E Castronovo. I mean, there's a zillion <laughs> records out there of Thank Mr. You. Johnny G-O-L-E. So, uh, Johnny, uh, always fun talking to you. I'm sure I'll talk to you Likewise, probably during man. the week. And um, sure, here brother. it is. Well, here's uh, here's some enemy eyes with what you say right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Hi, Stephen Piercy from Rat. We'll be seeing you at the Vixen Theater. Are you ready to rap? 